Greetings, family. We're going to do a series of listening to Leroy Thompson. I first heard of Leroy, oh, maybe in the 90s. Uh, I was doing some Kenny Copeland uh, seminars. And uh, I had a dream, I think I told you before, about dollar bills and foreign money having little feet. You know, foreign currency that had little footsies, little feet running. And then the American dollar bill, the, the resources had little feet too. And they were both running. And uh, there is a sermon way back then called Money Cometh or Money Hath Feet. So when God talks to me, he this guy's telling me you have to call it in. Money Cometh, come here now. So we can help others, folks. You know, this. don't let the devil tell us that we're greedy, this and that. We are warriors at obtaining and, and utilizing properly. It shows in our past the, re, the resources we have and how we invest them into the kingdom of God. So let's keep doing it. We're being promoted, folks. Let's pray. Father God, thank you for your leaders today. Thank you for opening our hearts, our minds, and our souls. Thank you for our hands, the work of our hands, the work of our feet, and our knees, and our backs, Lord. Our hearts and, and our souls, Lord, and the projects that you've given us, Lord. That money has a destination. The resources have a cause. They also have an appointed task, Lord. Let us be the conduit. As we stream the resources through us, Lord, into your projects, Lord, give us the wisdom and allow us to eat good in Jesus' name. Amen. Here's Leroy Thompson from YouTube in a series of teachings that I like, and I hope you enjoy them too. Here he is. If you're willing, I have an idea. And you shall eat the good of the land. So money coming is not a project, it's a production. It's heaven producing something supernatural. It's a dynamic of the Holy Ghost. It's, it's not man-made. Money coming is not man-made. You, you can't make it happen. You got to let it happen. You got to agree with it. You got to flow in it. Now, you have to know it's happening right now. Say, it's happening in my life right now. Debt free, overflowing, more than enough, full supply, etc., 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 etc. Because I don't want you to go out and try to work some dynamics. You don't have to wait for what already paid for, baby. It's already yours. But you have to learn how to receive, how to believe, how to receive, and how you hold your faith to that anointing. See, I, I was in that meeting. The apostle was over that new, wife, wife, I'm saying now, new government of finances over the church. I hear the Holy Ghost in. We open an apostolic financial government over the church that had been shut by men and shut by the system and God. People been suffering, thinking that money is evil. What is evil is not to have money. I don't want you to be condemned. I want you to have confidence. I want you to have courage. Because I have an assignment, a mandate from God to get the body of Christ off of the world system financially. Uh, that's my assignment. And uh, the Lord want me to uh, get more fully on it. And so I'll be dropping in teaching on these 
lessons on prosperity around the world that you may be able to get a hold of this. Uh, we're going to pray. I want you to open your Bibles to Isaiah chapter 10, verse 27, and Zechariah chapter 4, verse 6. Those two verses I'll start out with. And we ask the Lord now, Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you for the assignment. We thank you for the anointing. We thank you for the authority. We thank you for divine ability to release what you're saying out of our heart and out of our spirit. We thank you for those who are listening, that they may come to the revelation and the manifestation of what is spoken this morning out of your word. You send us forward money cometh to the body of Christ and the body of Christ need to walk in that type of finances now. So we're asking you to give us the right word and the right anointing this morning that we may be able to minister to these your sheep. Forgive you all the glory, all the praise and all the honor as the utterance be anointed in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, the words that we're about to deal with, I've dealt with them before, but in falling closer behind my father in the gospel, he's going home to read the Lord, but I still follow closely behind him. And uh, my wife and I have been listening to him night and day, go to bed with him on, and I saw something he was doing. Uh, faith uh, don't come by just hearing. Faith come by hearing and hearing and hearing. And I've preached so many messages that had a lot of revelation in it. Say, for instance, I preach a message on Wednesday. I listened to it once, I listened to it twice, I listened to it three times, my own, the own message, four times. And I'm still missing some of the things I say. Uh, every time I listen to it, I get a bunch of new ways to use my faith. And so I know the same thing is happening in the money comes revelation. Uh, man prophesied to me 27 years ago, prior to getting money coming, what an anointing and what a blessing it would be to me and to uh, the body of Christ at large. In Isaiah 10, 27, it says, and it shall come to pass in that day that his burden shall be taken away from thy off thy shoulder and his yoke. Now underline those words burden and yoke. I want you to kind of think about those words a few moments financially. Financially, the body of Christ have suffered, uh, have had burden financially and yoke financially. Uh, we'll talk about not living from paycheck to paycheck in a few moments. But the body of Christ, people who really genuinely love God and living for God, but this financial area or this prosperity area have been talked about, but we're going to quit talking now and start walking. Write that down. Quit talking and start walking. Uh, that came up. That's good. Quit talking about it and start walking in it. And that's what I'm aiming to bring to the body of Christ. But I want you to see the word burden and yoke. Uh, this, this, this burden of finances and this yoke of finances on 
ministers as well as congregation has to be removed by the power of God. Again, I want to look at this verse, and it shall come to pass exactly in that day. Well, this is the day that his burden shall be taken away from off thy shoulder, and his yoke from off thy neck, and the yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing. So we talk about money coming is an explosive prosperity anointing. Money coming is an explosive prosperity anointing. And then in Zechariah, there, chapter 4, verse 6, look that with me. Then he, then he answered and spake unto me, saying, This is the word of the Lord unto Zerubbabel, saying, and it's very important what we're dealing with here, this is a financial anointing. This is not, I'm going to give you seven or eight things that uh, but almost clear to this financial anointing. Uh, because I believe he, uh, not just hearers, we've got to be hearers and doers and uh, uh, it just not can't be just a good teaching. As a remnant of people, I just want to get this down in them that it become manifestation and demonstration in their life, a reality. Get them off the world system. Amen? Praise God. Hallelujah. Now here in Zechariah 4, 6, then he asked the speaker to me saying, this is the word of the Lord unto Zerubbabel. Look what he's saying now. And what, what we're talking about when this money comes anointed is not by might, no by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord of hope. Not by might, not by power. And so I'll address that in some things I'm going to say that uh, I think can bring an anointing on your life to know how God's going to do this. Number one, it's not by employment. It's not this type of prosperity, this type of freedom is not by employment. Now, this, this could be questionable in the natural because the church, when it comes down to finances, at large, operate in the natural. And uh, what the Lord wants the church to do is operate in his covenant, operate in his anointing, uh, operate in financial faith. Write that down. Financial faith. Faith for finances. Believe in God through his word, what he says. So it's not by employment. I want you to get that down. The second thing is, in both of those verses, uh, it almost overlapping, but it's not by effort. This, this, this type of prosperity is not by effort. Then I like the third thing he said to me, and, and I think it would uh, build up in you, is not by the condition of the world economy. That's powerful. Amen. Are you hear me? It's not by, see, God blessing is not governed by the system. So it's not not by the condition of the world economy, no matter what way the world economy is going, and it, it don't go any wall. Because the world economy, you don't know, if you don't know it, uh, all these storms and all of these, we just went around one. Uh, but all these storms and all this 
fires and these sickness and disease, what it's doing is the economy is being attacked. Okay? And, uh, you know, all of a sudden you got a job, you don't have a job. All of a sudden the place closed down. All of a sudden can't go to work. Well, you got to have something going for you. So it's not by the condition of the world economy. This anointing that we're talking about, money comes anointing, is, and then I want you to hear the word explosive. Because you could be traveling along, doing what you're supposed to do, sowing your seed, paying your tithe, praising God, doing what God tells you to do, and all of a sudden you find out you out. You're off the system. You just out. That it that's the way it happened to me. The man prophesied it would happen, said blessing will come, blessing will come. But I didn't know, I really didn't know I was out. I was too busy. My wife had to tell me, yeah, we out. Yeah. Out and way over. And and over enough never to go back in. And that's the way God wanted to be for all of his children. But we got, uh, uh, for lack of a better word, we got sad principles about prosperity. It's just sad. It, just think it belonged to, uh, well, we can't, can't think it belonged to the preacher because most of them broke. I know I'm in trouble, but most of them broke. Uh, because they, they have not tapped in on it. You see, you can have the information, but the information not enough. You gotta have demonstration. We have to lead now my sons, all of my sons coming out, all of who pay attention to me, they're coming out and they are they are an example before their flock. And that's that's important. And daughter, they're an example. They're coming out, you gotta come out by grade, but they're coming out. So that is not by employment, not by effort, we'll wipe all these out, not by the condition of world economy, okay? The world economy. Uh, not by securing, listen to this, better credit rating. That ain't no prosperity. <laughs> that just fools you, you know. I, God, I get so much. Yeah, but you ain't got no money. Not, not, by, not by better credit rating. I thought that was a good one. You think that's a good one? Not by better credit? Because some people tell me, I got good credit. What? That ain't no prosperity. Somebody else getting prosperous off of you. Completely out of the control of man and the world system. Woo, that's a good shot ground. Completely out of the control, your finances, of man and the world system. That's what the Father wants. That's what Jesus has provided for. And that is where the Holy Spirit will carry you as you pay attention of these things that are being said to you. Go over and over them again till you get them down in your spirit. Get them in your faith. Come out swinging. Okay? Uh, now in Jeremiah 29 11, this verse was given to me 27 years ago when I first in the NIV Bible, Jeremiah 29 and 11. It was given to me and it's powerful. I'm gonna make a statement about it. Uh, Jeremiah 29 and 11, NIV. Uh, building your confidence in God's prosperity plan. Building your confidence in God's prosperity plan. 
say it the third time, because yeah. we've been uh, detoured by intellect. Uh, most people who go to college ain't making no money. Broke doctors, broke lawyers. I'm just telling you. I'm just telling you. Broke school teachers. I mean, just, you know what I'm saying? And I'm not doing it to put anybody down. My job is to turn it around, all right? So I'm here to help you. I'm not here to be against you, but I got to tell the whole truth. So you see, uh, when I read this verse, and then I, the, the Spirit somewhere got to the NIV translation, for I know the plans. Now, no, notice that word, plan, is plural. I have for you, declared the Lord. Look, 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 look at the word plans again. It's plural, isn't it? Plans to what? Prosper you and not to harm you. Plans, three times, plural, plan. Plans to give you hope and a future. Uh, when your finances are not right and you, you don't know where you're going somewhere that you're going to get them right, you don't have much hope and your future don't look good. Because you, you, you're dealing with finances, watch out now, you're dealing with finances too much in the natural. We want to deal with your finances from now on in the anointing. Okay? I want you to say that. I must deal with my finances through my anointing. And just, just follow what I'm telling you now because something something going to be important to you today. Um, the Lord told me, and I'll be dropping in a lot now because I, I I know I got this assignment. I got to teach you all. You know, you all respect my ministry as a remnant. As a remnant, gonna walk in so much prosperity, and they're gonna be so blessed. But I want you to get that voice. I want you to go over that voice, and I want you to see plans, plans, plans. God has a plan. Uh, you know. Uh, there are some verses. In uh, De Deuteronomy 8.18, I think it is in 8.17, 17 is what it said. Don't say it. You did it. Uh, then in the 18th verse, it says, remember it's the Lord thy God, for it is he that gives you power to get wealth. When you hear some power to get wealth, power to get prosperity, power to get abundance, power to have increase, it all comes from God. So you, you can... Overlap those words. Prosperity, you know, somebody would say, well, he said, well, yeah, but he's talking about prosperity too. He's talking about increase. He's talking about abundance. He gave, he gave you the power to get it. That power is an anointing. You, you're anointed to be out of debt. You, yeah, you, you, yes, sir, you child of God. I'm going to tell you right now, you're anointed, and you're going to have to know that. You're going to have to uh, uh, wrap your faith around that. That I'm anointed. I don't care if you're in a project. I don't care if you're in the, um, on the other side of the track. Uh, I don't care where you are. You're anointed. You understand what I'm saying? It don't mean no matter how I look down the street. It don't matter. You are anointed, and you're coming out, and you're coming in, and you're coming to a place where God wants you to be. Are you following me? Are you hearing me? I feel anointed now. That, that this, this money coming anointing, I came to impart it to you this morning. That it's not just a... He told me no, no license plate, no T-shirts, no song. He said, this, this, this is here. I'm getting the body of Christ ready for the second coming. Money coming, getting us ready for the second coming? Absolutely, because so much hell going to break out. You're going to have to have some money. All right? You're going to have to have some money. Now watch. Watch this. 
developing supernatural prosperity skills from the scriptures. Developing supernatural prosperity skills. I had skills, but when I say it, right around with the scriptures or from the scripture. And that's based on a very pleasant verse, a very present help in Joshua 1.8. Turn now, love, and, and see, sometimes we memorize these verses, uh, but we don't manifest them. See, a voice is not real to you until you manifest it. And so here, Joshua, uh, in this Joshua 1.8, it tells you exactly how to function in prosperity. Exactly how. I mean, you, you can't miss this. It, 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 it's, uh, it, it, prosperity is a divine law. Woo! That comes from God. Satan know it. He knows it. But the body of Christ has not known as they should know. Uh, and I'm talking about giving people. They're giving, but there's got to be an expectation. Uh, are you following me? This book of the law should not, Joshua 1 8. Follow me now. I want you to follow me now. I won't just be a poem. I know poem, man. I know poet. I know poet. This book of the law should not depart out of their mouth. Did you see this voice? He said, Oh, yeah, I know it. So you won't even look at it. He just, you know, read the quoting, you know. Quoting a verse and knowing a verse are two different things. Uh, getting a manifestation out of it. Now, this voice, I've worked this voice many times. Uh, this, this voice is producing my life over and over again. This book of the Lord should not depart out of thy mouth, but thou should meditate. This is what I did with this verse one time. I want you to underline mouth. And I want you to underline meditate. Watch what happened here. Watch, watch, watch what happened. This book of the Lord should not depart out of thy what? Mouth, right? Everybody say mouth. Mouth. Uh, mouth. All right. So that means you need to be speaking it. Right? But thou should what? Meditate. Meditate. See, now some people are just talking, but they're not meditating. See, you have to meditate on prosperity. Meditate on, 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 on messages like this. Meditate day and, day and night. Now look at the next word. That thou mayest. Underline mayest. Mayest. See, if, if it's not in your mouth, if it's not in your heart, how you got saved? It was in your mouth and heart, right? Huh? Talk to me. How you got saved? Yeah. In your heart and mouth. Yeah. You heard it. It got in your heart, heart and your mouth. And yeah. you confessed Jesus Christ. And you got born again. So don't tell me you don't have the faith to do it. Prosperity is part of your birth. Whoa. Whoa. You, you're born in a prosperous family. Who in the family? God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Ghost. So traditionally and religiously, uh, the body of Christ, we've been put in a doom ditch. D-O-O-M, a doom ditch when it comes down to finances. You know, they talk about the color of your skin. They talk about how much education you got. They talk about how rich your English is. And you're not going to ever get anywhere. I ain't got none of that. I'm, I'm wealthy. I ain't got, I, 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 I'm black and rich. Can't, can't talk good. I don't know much about English. I don't know, I don't know about none of that. I, I got this word, man. I feel the Holy Ghost. I got this word, God. God's word works. And it works just as 
if the word was powerful enough, powerful enough, now listen to me, if the word of God was powerful enough to save you, to get you out of hell and give you a heaven citizenship, couldn't that same word be powerful enough to get you out of any financial bondage you're in that you will never have to almost count money anymore? You see? See? Now, I didn't born, I'm born in a poor family. When I say poor, compared to what we could have had, you know, we had food on the table, but man, I've lived today with no television, no telephone, uh, no air conditioning, no inside toilet, no inside water. I've come through that in the early days of my life, so I, I know what it's all about. But I see in the church, I see ministers struggling. Like I said, my sons and daughters, they don't have to struggle right to pay attention to their father, pay attention to me, and then they're all, they all coming off the hook, coming off the hook, doing things, doing things. Now listen, i got to get it to them all, all right. May it's observed to according to all that is written therein, for then thou shalt. Now, I want you to see that word make. Now, we got the word mouth, we got the word meditate, we got the word maze, and we got the word make. So, it's not going to happen automatically. It's not going to happen because somebody prayed for you. It's by revelation, you begin to walk in some of these revelations and this anointing. It, it, it will manifest and you will demonstrate prosperity. God is looking for somebody to you, but I want you to read that voice with those words in mind. All of them has to be in place. One, two, three. See? Three have to be in place before you can get to make. Make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. Prosperity and success belong to every child of God. And this money coming is an explosive prosperity anointing that the church can't deny. Man can't stop it. Man, 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 wonder what else. I see man shaking your head, but he can't stop it. He told me he wasn't going to be able to stop it. Matter of fact, in a prophecy I got 27 years ago, before I had money coming, the man said, ain't nobody going to be able to stop it. The blessing is going to be coming. He said, he's going to try to turn it another way, but don't let him turn it. I've stopped people from trying to turn it another way. And I've been in a meeting where I preach on prosperity, and I'm going to keep bringing it up. And uh, this white girl, who is a major girl, I love her, she loved me. But she just, uh, her whiteness came out, and she said, let's lay hand on all the black folks to get the curse on them. I grabbed that mic, I mean, I'm big me too. I said, no, you're not, we're not doing this. Well, no, but I, didn't I, I just told you I'm a multi-millionaire, well, look at what color my skin is. See, don't fall for that. Don't fall for you at the bottom. You're not at the bottom. You're on the top of the list for God. The underdog coming up. You see what I'm saying? And so, you know, I fly around. I've, have, I've had full jets, you know, all, all full paid for. And uh, I, I, I remember a little uh, black boy was putting a chalk under the wheel. And he asked my partner. My partner's a white gentleman. And he asked him, said, who who is playing for? And the partner said, well, he could come down the step now. And that boy, that boy saw me, that boy said, shoot, I got hope now. You see what I'm saying? That we need to, we need to, this prosperity, uh, you men and women who listen to me, this prosperity is real. And while I'm talking to you, I'm releasing an anointing. The money comes as anointing. That anointing is on my life, is on my life uh, for the body of Christ. 
And that's why I got to come to you more and teach you about it. Now remember those two verses, the burden and the yoke got to be removed. And it's not going to be done by might, nor by power, but by his spirit. When he said by his spirit, Zechariah 4, 6 again. By his spirit, he's still talking about the anointing. Are you following me? It be moved by his spirit. Now, in, in knowing that, not only Joshua 1, 8, but then Psalm 1 through 3 give us a commentary on how it's done. What Joshua 1 8 says. Psalm chapter 1 through 3. Blessed is the man that walking not in the counsel of the ungodly. You can't be doing ungodly stuff, nor stay in the way of sinners. You can't be messing around with them sinners, nor send the seed of the scornful. You can't. So un ungodly, sinner, and scornful. You got oh, 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 this prosperity call for holiness. Because if, if you're unholy, if you're doing ungodly things, let's think about you got money. Endless. You really gonna be a demon then. See what I'm saying? So, so, so I, I believe everything comes from God. I believe in being sanctified. I believe in being holy. I believe in uh, righteousness, or ruling, sinfulness. All right. Now, in this psalm, blessed is the man that walking not in the counsel of ungodly, and all sin to see this come. Go to the second verse. I want you to see this. It's so powerful. But his delight is in the law. Here we are again. We're back to Joshua 1.8. In the law of the Lord. And in his law does he what? As one of the words in Joshua 1.8. Meditate day and night. Now I'm going to tell you right now. I do this. What a third word. I do this. Day and night. I do it. And, and, he, and he or she shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his or her fruit in season. Here's the heart, leaf, because we say here, talking about all of us. His leaves are just not with her, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Now, now, ladies and gentlemen, I'm in that zone. I mean I can't do nothing that don't want to prosper. I mean, everything I go after starts prospering. I mean, it's got to be God because I don't have the ability. But I mean, but God just prospers. He just prospers left and right because I'm making it happen. It's not just I'm taking it by force. I'm making it happen. Are you fine? You, after hearing uh, enough of these messages, you're going to start making it happen. All right, I, I started teaching this early in the money coming anointing. Uh, the Lord told me, get rid of paycheck to paycheck living. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Oh, God. I went through that for many years. Paycheck to paycheck living. Get rid of money coming, come to get rid of paycheck. The paycheck living, and then he told me right this down without giving me some outline here. I want you to have get rid of project to project living. <laughs> That's the first time hearing that project. You got a project, this project gonna be so explosive. I'm gonna, oh, I'm gonna make some money. Oh, man, come on, let me, let me bring them projects up. All right, money coming is an explosive, prosperity anointing. Say to yourself, I receive the money coming prosperity anointing right now. Say it with me. I receive the money prosperity coming. Uh, Y'all ain't got that lady fooled. She ain't say nothing. I know, yes, uh, that day was somebody fooled and I thought wrong with her. The windows, the windows, doors, doors, and gates. And gates. Now, notice it get bigger and bigger. Windows, 
doors and gates for financial freedom are open. For financial freedom are open. See, windows, doors, and gates. Windows, all doors, and gates. All plural. Turn with me to one of my favorite scripture on teaching on financial anointing. And when you're wearing this anointing, I, I see you wearing it. Turn to Isaiah 45, 1. Isaiah. I, when I first read this, I said, oh my God. Thus said the Lord to his anointed, to Cyrus, verse 1, whose right hand, see, see, God will use his right hand to lead you into prosperity. But you've got to get this on the inside of you. Whose right hand I'm holding to subdue nation before him. And I will loose the line of king to open before him the two leave gates. There's gates. Two leave gates. And the gates, oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. The gates shall not be shut. Now I, I know about that because once those gates come open, uh, my child, once those gates come open, once you're walking in it, oh Lord, oh Lord, it just, it just keep flowing. It just keep on coming. The money just keep on coming. Say it, write it down. The money just keep on coming to me right now. Money From just this day forward, the money just right keep now. on coming. The money just keep on coming. God can get anything to me from any time, from any place, through anybody. I have what? Ten championship rings. Never played again. Never played the game. Different team. Nobody in the world did it. Nobody else in the world got it. God just showing it. Showing me how prosperity worked. I mean, yeah. Championship ring. Men sweating blood all their life to get the ring. And I got ten of them. Because I said, God can get anything to you at any time through anybody. Man walking to me. I was in uh, Western Salem and gave me a championship ring. I gave it back to him. I said, man, come on, man. He said, no, man, I can't leave you a that ring. God told me to give you that ring. And then I went to another state. He gave me a Dallas cardboard ring. I went to another state. He gave me another uh, New York giant ring. Uh, Boston Red Sox. <laughs> and, I mean, that's just God showing us, I can get it to you. Are you following me? I can get in. Now, that's, what's the value of that? I mean, that's beyond money there. You can't buy, you can't, you can't buy them, right? That was God showing, God just wanted to show the body of Christ what he can do uh, through an ignorant Negro, <laughs> full of infirmity. You, you follow what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, so, and so the gates old. Say, say the gates old on my finances. Say the doors open on my finances. The doors open. Can God say, I open you the ones of heaven and pour you out a blessing that you have enough room to receive? Y'all tired. I know y'all tired. Y'all ain't that dumb to be on this thing and not tired. He said he opened the ones of heaven. Now he opened all the gates up for you. The one that the 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 wasn't big enough, so he opened gates now. Door being opened for you. Through, through an anointing. Through a revelation. Now, your biggest problem will be religion. Your big, Jesus' biggest problem was the Pharisees. When Jesus started drinking that new wine and started throwing them old bottles away, dumb religious folk got upset. And see, see that, that the old bottle, living from paycheck to paycheck, or uh, just about uh, uh, bring your tithes, and uh, uh, you need to give God more. Or, when God going to start giving me something? 
See? And so I brought it up. The Lord wanted me to bring the body of Christ up. That, that, that God wants free will given. See, that's why anointing on me, when I stand up anywhere, I can go stand up in the White House without talking, and they'll start sowing. <laughs> yeah. I can go to jail house and start talking, and they'll start sowing. But it, it's a free will anointing that we have to pack in order to get there. Not nobody twisting your arm, not reading the 95 scripture. It's a free will anointing that came with money coming that's going to set the body of Christ free and going to, going to function. That free will anointing function in 2 Corinthians chapter uh, 9. I think it started at the 6th verse, God love a cheerful giver. That's what it's free will, that's the type of free will anointing that God wants to have. Now, see, people, a lot of people giving grudgingly. They're giving because they think not giving gonna take them to hell. The way that the priest told them and told them that God, God don't get you or something. No, God, no, no, no. The giving is for you. It's to increase your anointing. All right. Now go, go, go to, go to Isaiah forty-five two because it get better and better. Isaiah forty-five two. It get better and better. I will go before thee and make the crooked place straight. Look what we're doing now. Now, everybody who have financial entanglement, everybody who having financial problems, here we go. I will go before thee. See, you're walking in that anointing, right? And make the crooked places in your finances straight. I will break in pieces the gates of brass that's holding your money and cut, and I, I will go, I, and cut, this is an anointing, cut in summer the bars of iron. Now, you've got to use your imagination when you read this scripture. You got to recognize God talking personally to you. You got to stop making the Bible a history book and, and a mystery book and, and let it become a revelation to you. You got to stop talking, think about what, just what about Isaiah and all of them. That's fine. Thank God for my brother. But man, Isaiah, not you here now. I, I'm, I'm talking about Leroy here now. I need to find out what God's saying to me through Isaiah. You follow what I'm saying? Now look, look at this. I will, I will go before thee, make the crooked place straight. A lot of people living in crooked finances. Not that they stole nothing, they're just being stolen from. Is your child of God? You remember that you remember that oldest son in the prodigal son? You remember that oldest son? The other boy uh repent came back home. That oldest son didn't know what was his. He sat his tail right in the house, just we do in the church, and didn't know all that God said is out. We can have it now, not when we get to heaven. We ain't going to need none of this stuff in heaven. None of it. So that boy sitting in that house, and just like we do in the church, serving God and didn't know all that God had, that father's his son. You don't know. He mad because he gave a party for the other boy. He said, son, you don't know all that I have belong to you. So now, here's what happened with religious folk. And they'll see a man like me, a man like some of my sons and daughters, living uh, in prosperity and wealth, and they, they get mad, they get upset. And they're Christians. They should flag us down and ask us, what are you all doing? How did you get it? They're mad, they get mad, people get upset, they get upset about prosperity, instead of getting upset with themselves, and let God take them to the same place. Are you, are you following me? Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. 
Help me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Praise, Praise his holy Jesus name. Christ. I'm coming out. Thank you, Lord. I'm going in. Don't I'm just come out. You got to go in. in. See, a lot of them children came out of Egypt, but they never got to Israel. Never got to the promised land. A lot of them never got there because it went around in circle. So we've got to come out. We've got to go in. Now notice the third verse now. Isaiah 45, 3. Look, look at it. Look at it. And I will give thee the treasures of darkness. That's a well transfer. And hidden riches of secret places, treasure and riches. Treasure and riches. Hmm. That thou mayest know that I, the Lord, would call thee by thy name, am the God of Israel. In other words, God can't fully qualify himself in your life until you walk in his prosperity. You say, you know, I'm a child of God. What? I was talking to my oldest son one time, and we was in the car riding. I said, boy, that's a wise man. And that man got, my, my son looked at me and said, you got any money? I said, forget I said it. Because if you got wisdom, you ought to have some money, all right? All right. In Isaiah 45, 1, 3, the anointing is designing one to carry out God's will on earth that cannot be stopped by no power or force. The secret in this anointing is connection to the Father and connection to the Holy Ghost through your connection with Jesus. One of the quickest ways of functioning in the anointing is humbling yourself under the mighty hand of God if you put money coming in the satanic zone of pride it will quench the anointing see you gotta, you gotta have all that stuff and you still gotta be humble still, you still gotta be able to get out the car and witness somebody and get them saved it's just ride your head all in the air talking about who you are Gotta stay home, all right? All right. Let me take you a little further. And, and I want to put an emphasis on it. In in my car two, turn to my car two. Let me take a little while to find it. My car two. Uh, I'm gonna spit out three scriptures here. I'm gonna make a statement that the Holy Ghost gave me. And like I said, I might come back and preach this all over. I do like my dad. They preach faith, preach it all, so people can get it. And then we don't preach it the same way all the time. Because nine things I give to you wasn't when I first talked it. Um, well, now I talked this in May 28th. Or I, I typed it out on May 28th. Now, if you hear this, you're gone. I'm about to say something you need to hear. Because it's powerful. Jesus is the breaker and he has gone through the gate. What is 2 Corinthians 8 and 9? Say he became poor that we might become rich. He already went through the gate. It's already out. He's the breaker. He broke poverty of our life. He broke lack of our life. He broke Satan over our finances. He's the breaker. He gone to the gate. He went to the gate at the cross. Notice what it says. Notice what it says in Second For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sake he became poor. 
that he drew his body might be rich, might be rich. Now the church don't know much about it, might be rich. Now notice, notice Mark 2.13. Uh, that's, that's a powerful. The breaker is come up before them. They have broken up and have passed through the gate and have gone out by. I can't see that word on the board. Going out by what? What is it? Huh? It gone by it, and their king shall pass before them. King Jesus! And the Lord on the head of them. Jesus on the cross went through the gate for your prosperity. Oh, somebody always say hallelujah there. Hallelujah. He, he went through the gate for your prosperity. So what 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 are you gonna say now, dear Lord? The prosperity gate is open. For every child of God. The prosperity gate is open. The prosperity gates are open. For every child of God. This morning. Let it drop in your spirit. Let it drop in your soul. The prosperity gates are open for me. All I got to do is go through. They're open. To the body of Christ. They're going to try to burden the body of Christ down. It's going to be a money issue. But there's going to be a remnant in the body of Christ. Who have enough money. That this world can't put its foot on. And you're going to be one of them. Don't wonder about how he's going to do it. Think about why he's doing it. He loves you. He wants you to have it. He wants you blessed. He wants you out of death. He wants you to be the head and not the tail. He wants you to be blessed coming in and going out. He wants to pour his blessing out on you. There's too many people love God, obeying God, and broke. That don't make no sense. That don't make no sense. You have to go through the same thing the devil people go through and, and, and people who are ungodly. You, you, you're a child of God. If you're living a good life, and I believe you are, I believe you are, I'm going to get all the other benefit of doubt. You're living right. You ought to have your money. I get angry when I think about that. We don't have to beg this world. At the name of Jesus, every knee must bow. Debt must bow at the name of Jesus. Life must bow at the name of Jesus. Limitation. This morning must bow at the name of Jesus. In your life, I'm talking to you. I'm talking on your behalf. In your life, I declare and decree that you're financially free. Uh, you can have doubt in your head and faith in your heart, and your heart will whoop your head every time. Your head is looking, your head might be looking at your checkbook. Your head might be looking at the bills. You're we ain't talking about your head. We're talking about your heart. Let your heart whoop your head by revelation, by anointing. The anointing, this anointing, talking about this anointing is, is a heart anointing. It's not no head anointing. This is a spirit anointing. See? From the from this service, God told me preach this morning. From this service, you go from here in a different perspective, even though you know a lot of scripture and you heard it. But uh, this morning you leave him with a fresh anointing for your financial breakthrough and breakout. I say it, thus say the Lord. I say it right now. I quoted 2 Corinthians 8 9, then you put in your note John 10 10, because you're going to the B part of that voice. Thief, killing, killing, the strong. Now you're going to abundant life. I've come as you might have life. He went through the gate. Jesus was anointed, listen, to preach 
the gospel to the poor. And here's what he preached. You don't have to be poor no more. Luke 4, 18. It's one of the signs. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Because he have anointed me to preach. Look at the first thing. 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 He have anointed me to preach the gospel uh, to the poor. And, and I, many years ago, I understood what he was saying. Tell the poor, who was poor, who has become my child, tell them that they don't have to be poor no more. Now, now he's doing it. Look how he's doing it. With a what? Anointing. Uh-huh. Now, as sure as you and I are in this meeting today, God gave me money coming. And money coming has proved itself over the 27 years that it's accurate and it's from God and it's for his children. Now, if you don't, I mean, there are people, I mean, that line should have 95,000 on that line this morning. You know, because they got so many broke people, you know, uh, now they're loving people, they're good people. I'm not, I'm not talking about bad people, I'm talking about good people. But they just don't know there's an anointing for it. All right, I'm almost through. Let me go a little further. Uh, you got Luke 418? First assignment, Jesus had. Yeah, preach the gospel to the poor. I ain't going down the line because money called broke heart too. Children broke heart. I remember when I first read about those boys, they said they was in debt, distress, and discontentment. I remember I preached that in the early part of uh, preaching on money coming. I'm broken hearted. I, I've been broke before. Preaching. A broke preacher trying to preach to people. Somebody bring your tithe. Bring away your broke self. You ain't got no anointing. Put my tithe in no anointing. And my, my offering in no anointing. You broke yourself. You bring your tithe. You know what I'm saying? I tithe long and I tithe many years. But I'll follow these preachers around here. I tithe years after year after year. And so no result. All I heard is a lot of scripture about bring your tithe. Bring your offering. Until I got a chance to break out of break out of this thing, break out and mess around soft trade price on TV, I said, wait a minute, this man dressed different than us. This man walking different than us. We preachers down here. I told my wife, I said, I I'm going to California right now. My wife said, that man don't know you. You can't go go see a man like this like that. I said, I gotta do something. So we bought a satellite. And I watch I watch him three times a day for years. Three times a day. I saw a man who's walking in the prosperity of God. I got it. I mean, you stick with me long enough, you get it. You stick with me long enough, you get it. It's on me. Yeah, you, 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 you will get it. You will get it. I had, I had a young man looking at him. I had a young man. Him and his wife walked in the office and said, the Lord told me to give you $100,000. Went and got it out of account. Went got it out of account. You know, God's going to take him somewhere. He's about to, I'm looking at him right now. He's about to go somewhere else. A hundred thousand dollars. Then sold their seed. I had another young man walking off it. He, he had a hundred forty thousand. He said, "Can can you meet me at your office?" You'll have all the time. Now, when you heard a man a man have a hundred thousand dollars, see, but they going on to be millionaires. I, I, I you can mark my word, all of them will be millionaires because they're sowing millionaire seed. My goodness. See, people don't sow in me because I need. 
Oh, oh Jesus, I left need a long time ago. <laughs> no, people are so because they got good spiritual sense when God tell them to do it, he trying to take them somewhere else. Sowing in the money coming anointing. Look at Matthew 7 27. I want to see can you argue with this. Two times I'll show you two things. Jesus, watch this now, operated in the money cometh anointing at all times. See, I, I wasn't the first one got money coming. Jesus got it first. And then God said, I need a man on earth to pass it on. Look in Matthew 17, 27. A tax deal come up. Jesus said, in the 27th verse, I'm not going to read the whole thing. Notwithstanding, that we should offend them. Go down to the sea and cast a hook. Look at this. And take up the fish that first that money coming. First coming. First coming. See that word coming? That first coming up. First coming up. See, that's why it didn't say money coming. He said, some people try to imitate me money coming. No, money coming. I didn't know nothing about that word. God gave it money coming up. First First coming up, and when thou hast opened his mouth, thou shalt find a piece of what money that can give. Man, that's money coming. In a fish mouth? So what I'm saying to you, don't even be concerned how God, your job not going to do it. Your job not going to do it, I'll tell you right now. Your overtime not going to do it. Don't be concerned about how God going to get you out. He going to get you out. See, money coming actually uh, adequate word. Uh, uh, I can't find an uh, uh, adequate word. Money coming, for lack of a better word, it's not a sad word, but process money, uh, provoke money. such a strong anointing on it. Uh, and it's getting on you all. I'm telling y'all, it's getting on you all uh, right now. Uh, uh, you see, with money coming, you don't you don't have you don't you don't have to try to make it happen. See uh, I uh, uh, you just let it happen. Alright? Just you see by by just obeying God. If you're willing Isaiah 119, and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. So money coming is not, that's why I try to find a word, it's not a project. Uh, I, I'll argue this word then. It's a production. It, it, it's heaven producing something supernaturally. Because I don't want you to go grind on scriptures and grind on scriptures and put your confession on the wall and say it nine times a day. No. I want you to know it's yours now. I say I have it now. I in have the name it now. of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Are you following me? That it's anointing. It is it, it, anointing. It is it, 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 a dynamic of the Holy Ghost. It's it's not man-made. Money coming is not man-made. You you can't make it happen. You got to let it happen. You got to agree with it. You got to flow in it. Are you, are you following me? Are you following me? Yes, Come on yes, now. Yes, yes, are you yes. following me? See, 
Now, you have to know, this is what I'm about to say now, is happening right now. See, it's happening in my life right now. Dead tree, oil flowing, more than enough, full supply, etc., 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 etc. It happened in my life. See, because I don't want you to go out and try to uh, uh, work some dynamics. You don't have to. You don't have to work for what already paid for, baby. It's already yours. But you, but you have to learn how to receive, how to believe, how to receive, and how you hold your faith to that anointing. See, I, I was in that meeting. I, I was in that meeting when the apostle was talking, and the apostle was holding that new, wife, wife, what I'm saying now, new government of finances over the church. This morning, I hear the Holy Ghost saying, we open an apostolic financial government over the church that had been shut by men and shut by the system and God, people been suffering thinking that money is evil. What is evil is not to have money. Okay. I don't want you to be condemned. I want you to have confidence. I want you to have courage. I want you to know you wise enough to be in this meeting. I want you to know the Holy Ghost got his eyes on your finance from this day forward. The Holy Ghost got his eyes on your finances from this day forward. All dogs gonna run around, dogs running around, shouting, children running around, shouting. Just tell them, shut up. I ain't believing none of y'all. I got the word on the inside of me. They're gonna try to tell you, and it's your same old, same old. And it's same old, same old. No, no, no. No, God, God wants you to prosper. All right, let me close. God wants you to prosper. Along with Matthew 17, uh, 27, look at John 6, 6 right quick. We talk about Jesus operated in the money comes anointing at all times. And this, when they were hungry and they needed a prosperity demonstration and they decided they didn't know what to do and this he said to prove him, he asked him, for he himself knew what he would do. So he already know, and I need you to meditate that verse, he already knows what he gonna do, how he gonna do it. And I mean, it'll slip up on you, baby. If you stay you, if you stay in the right mode of thinking and keep your heart clean, repent when you see something coming in your heart, it, it is, uh, I'll give you one more, like four minutes an hour. And I think this one is important. I quoted it, and I'll give, I might just give, put the scriptures out. It is time for all financial yokes and burden to be destroyed in your life and off your life by the anointing. Let me read it to you again, read scripture. It is I'll give you one more, like four minutes an hour. And I think this one is important. I quoted it, and I'll give, I might just give put the scriptures out. It is time for all financial yokes and burden to be destroyed in your life and off your life by the anointing. Let me read it to you again, read scripture. It is time for all financial, and what happened here, what happened in the statement, 
When we go to 1 Samuel, turn to 1 Samuel 22, what happened here is happening over again. Jedi did gather themselves in a cave around David so he could train them. Y'all doing that right now. Because God never changed. I'm the Lord, I change not. He don't change his mode of operation. So we look at them guys in there with David in that first Samuel. David therefore departed then came to the cave of Dulu. First Samuel 22. And I'm trying to tell you, and, 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 and where his brother and all his father how heard it, when his brother and all his father heard it, they went down there to him. Look at the next word. It's one of the beginning teaching. Everyone that was in distress, everyone that was in debt, you see him? Everyone that was discontented. Three Ds. Distress, debt, and discontented. Now, I said to the body right earlier, I'm saying it again, I'm not speaking nothing over you, I'm just telling the truth. Most of the body Christ still in this condition. They're giving themselves unto him. God always got a man, a woman, to him, and he became a captain over them, and many trainer. And there were with him about 400 men. Those become some of the richest and wealthiest men in the world. They found the principles about David. They was in that cave with him. Their anointing was getting on him. Same thing happening here in Darrow. Even you on the screen. All my daughters and sons and, and partners on the screen. You locked in too. My staff in here. But you locked in too. Wow. Wow. It's the same. It's the same. The same anointing. Same assignment David had. I got it. Same anointing. I got it. Same anointing. Money coming anointing was on Jesus. Is upon my ministry. And you here, you gather around me, you know, if you got any discontentment in your finances, you got any distress, you got any debt, it means eradication, removal, erasing, it's here on you now. But you got to stop it up. You can't, you can't think I'm just coming out here to talk, and I got to be doing something else. But the Lord called this meeting this morning, about an hour before we call you. And you smart. How many on the line? Show me how many on the line. People get online, 773 people. They ain't counting all who sitting with them. <laughs> Got on the line, they're fair. Those are smart people. Now, I'm going to just tell you, the Spirit of God went to, it's on me. I said, it is on me. That money, that money coming, I mean, God put that on me. I, I, I preached for years. You know, I ain't talking no money. You know what I'm saying? God put that on me, and I kind of, Talking about right, but I won't tell nobody else. You know, where money coming? You know, you, you go to every time in the church and say money coming. And then I was in that big meeting. I said, and everything started breaking loose. And God told me I better do what He told me to do. Then we had Isaiah 10 27. And then uh, let me close with Matthew 11 27 through 30. And here's why I'm going to close with it. I read these verses many years. And the Father the Holy Ghost said, you back, back one verse. Go to the 27th verse. All these things are delivered unto me of my Father. Uh, delivered, right? And no man knows the Son but the Father. Neither knows any man the Father, save the Son. And to whom shall the Son will reveal him. So this money coming, anointing, has to be revealed to you by the Holy Spirit, because that's where the anointing comes from. And then you go on to this favorite Baptist scripture, to, to the 
28 verse now. They read it all the time, broke as you can be. Come unto me, all you that live, and I will give you rest. How about, how about me having some financial rest? What about that? Well, maybe I mean, the most unrestful thing in my life when I was broke was finance. Now, anybody who's honest, you know that the most disturbing thing, distress, discontentment, Huh? And dead. Come on me, all you that live in the heaven and I'll give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. See? When, it, when, when the yoke is destroyed in Isaiah 1027, you still need to be yoke. See? You can't have plenty of money and don't have no yoke on you. You go crazy. Come on me, all you that live like the rich farmer. He doesn't talk to his own soul without God. The rich young ruler, he won't go out and act a fool. They had the yoke on him. I bet you put a yoke on when he got his hair back home. And then he from home. He didn't with them hog. I bet you, what a yoke at that? I'm going to stay in the pen. You follow what I'm saying? Because, because if you don't have the anointing, wealth, and no yoke on you, and no constraining power on you, and, 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 and financially free, Boy, you better watch yourself. It's dangerous. All right? Come on to me, all you living in and I'll give you rest. Give me the rest of them clothes. 29th point. Take my yoke. Now, now I would I could mellow here and stay here for a while. Because I'm seeing something. You can't be yokeless and have prosperity. Oh my goodness. You heard that? You no, no. You got to wear a yoke so you can respect other people, love other people, help other people, not be high-minded, not tune your nose up to my how great you are. You better shut your tail up. That is not right. You need to be wearing a hum humble. You need to be humble. You need to be meek. You need to be lowly. You follow what I'm saying? You need to be loving. You need to be kind. Not a show. Who hearing me? Not a show. See, when God, when God bless you, can't be a show. Yes, you're going to show, but not off. He want people to see he bless you, but he wants you to let him do it. All right, I'm close, I'm close. Take my yoga when you learn me from a meek and loaded heart. You find rest for your soul. Look at me. Give me that 30 for it now, close. For my yoke is easy because you're not broke. And my burden is light because you're not broke. The man yoke and the man burden that the church is carrying is a money yoke and a money burden. But today as I close, I declare in Jesus' name, every burden, every financial yoke that have been down to the generation of your family will not be on you. You're in a new family. You're in the family of God. The blessings of God is upon you. May the blessing of God rest upon you. And I release the explosiveness of the money coming, prosperity, anointing on you today. In Jesus' name. Oh, what is going on in the world? I want it for you personally, your ministry, and your household to be touched 
with a special word from God to calm down all the distress and the fear and the word that is going on in the whole world. But God always will give us a word and because of your connection, I want you to get in on this. I've uh, ministered to uh, hundreds of people already who connected with me in various ways by texting. And I came to minister to you this morning. And I'm ministering from Philippians chapter 4, verse 6. Be careful for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests, plural, request, request plural, be made known unto God. And verse 7 says, And the peace of God, which passes all understanding of what I'm hearing now, I'm hearing the word calm down. Calm down with your trust in God. Don't let no situation cause you to not walk in your peace and joy that the Lord has given you. Take care of yourself, do the right thing, but know that God has a covenant over you. So let me read that six verse again. Be careful for nothing, but everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known to God. Verse seven says, and the peace of God, which passes all understanding. This one need to be kept. What need to be kept is your, should keep your heart, keep your soul and mind through Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren, here we go. Whatsoever is are true, whatever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, now watch this last statement, Think on these things. Now I want you to go back up in that verse and I want you to crowd your thinking with the revelation of what the Holy Spirit says no matter what going on around us, no matter how uh, uh, crazy things get, we ought to have a certain thought pattern because we trusted in God. And then verse 9, those things which you have both learned and received and heard. Now you've been connected with this ministry, you're partner, if you follow this ministry, you've heard a lot of things. But our minister Sunday, if you have not heard the message from Sunday about uh, footsteps of wisdom, you need to hear that message. I'm listening over again myself. It's a time for the apostolic, the prophetic, and the other three-fold ministry gift to become one. Like on a basketball team, everybody got their parts to play. And the church got to come under the government of the apostolic and under the prophetic scene of the prophet. And I want you to uh, take a hold of this. Uh, this is going to hold you no matter what the reports are, no matter what the attacks are. You're going to know exactly what to do. In verse 9, those things which you have both learned and received and heard and seen in me. Do, and the God of peace shall be with you. Now, I'm not just speaking on the uh, benefit of the Apostle Paul. We're not just speaking 
historically. We we're speaking on unfold mystery in our time that it come a reality to us right now. Those things are to be done in our lives. Now again, let's go to another passage in the book of Job, chapter 22. And uh, because it's something I want to give you to do that going to take care of your you personally, your household, your ministry, and your state. Because you see, we're talking worldwide, you know. We're not talking no little local area. We talk, we got people all over the world. We got people in Asia. We got people in Africa. We got people in Germany. We got people in Hawaii connected to this ministry all over the world. Uh, we're about to do something that I believe that the, that the Lord has seen for me to do. Uh, now, let me back up and give you two things to do. Take care of your thinking, number one, and be thankful, number two. That's what, that's what I woke up with this morning. Soon my eyes were open. He said, uh, take care of your thinking and be thankful. Those two things has to be in play. Now in Job 22, 28, thou shalt also decree a thing. Not say it, decree it. And it shall be established unto thee, and the light shall shine upon thy ways. Listen at that. That is so powerful what God has told us to do. Apostolically and prophetically, I'll speak to you in a few moments, and I'll give you something that'll wipe out the pandemic, wipe out all the worry, wipe out all the fear in you, your family, your children, uh, etc. Your parents, your different places, you got different county, your state, whatsoever. Now listen at verse 29. When men are cast down, then thou shalt say, there's a lifting up. And he shall save the humble person. Verse 30. He shall deliver the arms of the innocent. And it is delivered by the pureness of of thine hand. Those are three powerful verses that I want to relate to you this morning because I'm about to give you a apostolic decree to make. Uh, the decree is decree that the glory is falling. Now, about two or three weeks ago, God gave me that, but I didn't know I'd shift from praying in tongue to speak it in tongues, and they said, the glory is falling. So I want you to begin to decree that, that God's presence, God's provision, God's power, God's purpose, God's protection is, is, is falling in his glory. You know, in the Lord's prayer, he said, thy, thy kingdom come, thy will be done as it is in heaven. Then at the end of that prayer, he said, thy is the kingdom the power and the glory. So when glory comes, the kingdom manifests and the power manifests over those who know that they are under the umbrella of the protection of God. Now, today, all fear, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. As we begin to decree that the glory is falling, it will begin to bring peace to people who are walking with God and who are trusting God. 
decree. Don't just say it. I uh, sit on my porch. I decreed it over my neighborhood. I decreed it over Darrow. I decreed it over the, the state I'm in. I decreed it over the parish I live in. I decreed it over my family. I decreed it over my home. I decreed it over all of you all who are partnered over ministerial association number one. I decree the glory is falling. I decreed it over uh, everything I could think of over the United States, over foreign country, because the body of Christ could call body. The body of Christ has to take over now. The system has failed uh, because the system did not have to fail, but the system had to be connected with the most high God. We have to honor him. We have to honor God at all costs. And the system with all of this transgender stuff and all, they want to try to do things, they're not honoring God. So I, I, I uh, it's, it, it's, it's, it's God, uh, if God put his hand back, and if grace and mercy is not moving, wherever you are, that person is in trouble. But because you are a believer, because you love God, and because the grace of God is on you, you have divine right now to decree that the glory is falling. What that mean? That means God's presence. That means that all that God has provided for us through the blood. That means the courts of heaven uh, in Hebrews 12, 22, those eight voices going to have the last word on this whole thing. Notice he says, Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth, where are we? And it is in heaven. But we who know the truth, we who have faith, we who walk in anointing, we who walk in the wisdom of God, we who walk in the power of God, we who walk in the truth of God, we the one got to decree that the glory is falling. It's falling now. That means manifestation of the gifts of the Spirit, the fruit of the Spirit, all of those things are falling. That means that mean our faith is activated. That means our anointing is going across the land right now. That means, my brothers and sisters, in our connection, apostolically and prophetically, we are designed to bring calmness, good God Almighty, over the whole world. When we hear from God, I feel anointing coming. When we hear from God, and God give us instruction, is to calm down the whole world. Now, Remnants going to be involved here. Like you and I, we're connected. You believe that God's speaking to me. It will work for you. It will bring peace to you. The, the, the news media are doing their job, putting out what they, the data that they're seeing and feeling scientifically, psychologically, intellectually, medically. They're putting out data and they're doing what they can do. But the church... The church has the last word. In these last days, God will have the last word. No rich man gonna have the last word. No high uh, priority man gonna have the last word. No Jehovah. Jehovah is gonna have the last word. And we in the body of Christ, and I close, I just as partners, you connected. If you're not out there, you're not a partner. Uh, I'm asking you to become a partner. I'll be dropping in sharing with you. Uh, the ministry is flourishing. Partners, many partners are coming in every day. I have partners from 
Asia came in this morning, another part of the world. Um, I just want you to know that all is well and we abide in peace. Remember, stay close to the 91st Psalm. Uh, read it out loud so it can calm your mind, calm your heart, and calm your family. Read it with your family. Uh, I'll be back to talk with you. I know two sets of scriptures are very important because the first one is telling us to, to be anxious for nothing. Uh, don't be in a hurry. We got first John 5, 14 and 15 telling us this is the confidence that we have in him. We actually have to call this way here. So we know we got it. We got Mark 11, 24. Therefore, I'll send you what things have you desire. When you pray, believe you receive it, you shall have We got Mark 11, 23. Jesus, tell me what you say. He said, very, very, I send you whosoever shall say to this mountain, be thou removed, be thou can to see, shall not doubt in his heart. But believe those things which you say shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he says. So now, over you, over your family, over your ministry, over your state, parish, or county, wherever you live right now, over your city, I decree that the glory is falling. In every room of your house, in your yard, in your apartment, wherever you are, listen from the Spirit of God. We must keep the framework and the ministry up in our lives and in this world while we're going through this and declare. Moses asked God, who going with me? God said, my presence is going with you. And Moses said to the Lord, if you don't send your presence with me, I'm not going. I think it's in Exodus 33 or 32. And then Moses asked the question, Lord, show me thy glory. God is about to show his glory. We're going into camp meeting next week on the supernatural. Uh, we believe signs, wonders, diamonds, miracles, and gifts of the Holy Ghost going to make themselves available through the gifts of the Spirit and through our infirmities that God can show himself strong. Make sure you take a part of that. Uh, Carol and I want you to know we love you. Uh, we know you've been supporting us, and we're going forward, you going forward, your family going forward, your children going forward, your grandchildren going forward. Uh, all of you are going forward because there's an anointing that God is releasing. So decree not one time. Uh, you're driving in your car uh, down the street. Decree the glory is falling. The glory is falling. I'll, I'll see you at another time. Uh, be blessed. Let's pray. Father, thank you. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we're speaking on your behalf. And uh, we believe that you inspired us to put over the whole world that your glory is falling. And we thank you that each person listen to me is now glory decree. We thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. See you next time.